so this is gonna kind of be a buff one I'm gonna try to do two episodes today but I'm not gonna I'm gonna record them today but this episode's gonna be a little bit I guess I guess all of them are kind of different but um, it needs to be said so <laughs> if you're reading the title it is about like consent and consent being like sexy and consent being hot which we don't really think of it in those terms at least I don't know if anybody has ever like depicted consent in that way now first of all what I'm gonna say is the definition okay so the definition of consent is permission for something to happen or agreement to do something and normally when we think of consent we think of it as a romantic relationship um, I'm gonna tell you a couple ways that it can be used and then we are going to discuss consent in a relationship or um, even intimacy I'll put it out there for that because sometimes it's not necessarily a relationship type of deal um, it's more of a situationship but so consent even starts from a young age I would say even before we know what that word necessarily means consent is like okay do you want me to hug you do you any kind of like physical act is consent like with or do you want to hold mommy's hand do you like different things of that nature any time that we are asking permission to do something before we do it that is a lesson in consent now some of us we weren't like really given that lesson in consent um it wasn't really said do you as much as give 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 so sometimes and this isn't necessarily like the parents fault for like telling their child give so-and-so a hug or do this or do that but I think sometimes when we tell our kids that they don't know in certain situations okay this person does it what is applicable for them to do it versus this stranger down the street and we don't really know what pervs are now I would say from a young age I kind of did because I'm that's not necessarily <laughs> but um, I will say sometimes I didn't want to necessarily give even people hugs in my family because sometimes you're just not feeling a hug um, and you know then you would have to deal with their emotions 
of them not being the bigger person and you having to be the bigger person and being like, okay, fine, I give in and give you a hug. And even though you have like a temper tantrum, sometimes I am convinced adults are just grown up toddlers, but that is a discussion for another day. Anyway, so you have to deal with their emotions plus, and that's not all adults, that's just some. You have to deal with your emotions of, I didn't really want this on me, but now I have to hug this individual. Um, and, like, honestly, I'm not saying this, but there's certain people that you don't necessarily want to give a hug, even in certain situations. Because I was kind of, okay, people in authority, you, when the rubber meets the road, you kind of give them whatever they want, and because I was the, I would say that also I seen things from a young age, probably not a lot of people should see, um, and hear things and also like when I was five it was fine but no one no one necessarily like and it didn't happen until probably like a couple years later and then just continued to pair the situation continued to paraphrase itself I didn't realize at the time um, like that there was nothing wrong with it um, and I thought if anything I was the one to blame because I should have known better um, that was like later on um, now I kind of know my worth and I know certain people are not worth my scars are not worth my attention or not with my respect. Um, you can respect someone from afar. Like what I mean by that is don't put them on this pedestal. I always have a hard time saying that. But don't put them up here on this unachievable level. Because they are going to come down from that. Um, but. Like I say it was nobody's fault but I honestly the first time it happened because I was like no one really said what a safe not a safe space what's it called safe place like your safe places or your um and you know I I am a Gen Z, but I grew up with Gen Xers and Boomers and were raising me. And that's in and of itself like a difference of like mentality just with what they kind of like think and how they interact. Um, so, and also like at, um, I will say it happened 
at my church. You know, it, you know, my childhood church, if people, like, I'm not going to put the name out there because if people who are listening to this went to my childhood church, then, you know, so be it. They know the name of it, but no one else does. And I think what another thing about consent that we don't really realize, too, is we are actually harming our young girls and our young boys, young men. We tell them boys will be boys, so you're just supposed to deal with it. You're supposed to, like, not make your brother stumble. Um, and I'm like, how? I'm, I literally don't know how to make him stumble. Um, because at that point, it's not like you're, some of us were not completely innocent, but then it's like, I don't understand, like, how I made them stumble. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, or your flower. You don't ever want to give your flower away. What? Because you can never get it back. <laughs> like, we need to teach, because women are taught, I've seen this quote somewhere, women, so it is recycled. Um, women are taught to believe that their bodies are evil. Men are taught to believe that their mind is, that they have a dirty mind, that, and you know what? As a female, sometimes my head goes in the gutter, so I'm like, I don't necessarily know that guys can have that much of a dirty mind, but anyway, that's besides the point. Like I say, I ramble. You know that by now, if you've been listening to any length of the podcast, but it's, I find that's, that's very difficult and that's actually damaging because what about when your flower is taken away from you? Also, this is going to be a hot take, but I'm going to take this out here. Purity rings. Like, and this might be another episode. Well, actually, I don't think this should be another episode because I can just put this in here. It's kind of centered around, like, purity, like, culture, purity diversion. I'm going to do another episode completely on religious trauma and how... I have a book on my iPad that I plan to read before that, but, um, with purity rings, I just think the whole idea seems a little bit too Freudian to me. Like, it's like you're making this promise to your daddy. Like, I'm like, mm, it just doesn't set right with me. Um, but, you know, that... It, it just, it does. Um, but anyway, like, we're not really told when a flower gets stolen from us. Um, and here's the thing. I didn't think that I had any room to stay in because 
yeah, so to speak, I got mugged. Um, but, like, I'm like, some people have been, in my mind, I am an analogy person, so bear with me. In my mind, I'm like, you know what? I lost $50. Someone else has lost a million dollars. So, do I really have any comparison? And maybe in some people's mind, my $50 is actually someone's $2 million, you know? And they're like, wow, you've been through so much more. You, and it's all about, like, comparison and where you draw the line. I get that, too. Um, because, you know, each people have their different levels. But I think you're going to find, like, what you put up with and what you don't. Um, the thing is, and I th also, with, going, um, with, like, Gen X and then Boomers, um, and then me being a Gen Z, a lot of our movies, too, if you watch, like, ask your parents to have you watch, like, an old TV show. And then, when they get to the sex scene, does the partner, like, ask a million times if they are sure that they are ready to do that and do the deed? I will say you don't really see that on a lot of older movies. On Gen Z, you do. Like, it's, they ask, like, so many times. Um, I think when I watched Out of Banks, I think Topo asked, like, Sarah, like, ten times. I might have to actually maybe watch it back or something. Because, like, the whole ideology is prevalent in today's society. But... What I will say is starting your kids off young. Um, so I think probably from a young age, what you need to teach your children about is like just knowing kind of their own boundaries. And I see a lot of like parents doing this now because like, even, like, voicing, hey, I don't feel comfortable with that. Um. So, something that you should always strive to be is being your child's safe person. And, honestly... Here's another thing that I'm just going to put in here. Do not blame yourself if your child has gone through something. Even if you've gone through it yourself, sometimes we say as parents, I'm never going to let my child experience what I went through. Know that it is not your fault if they do. Because as much as people want to, they can't prevent you from all storms of life. Um, 
Now, I will say, be cautious for sure. Like, if you're inviting someone into your home who you know has the opportunity to do that to your child, that is on you. Maybe you know their history. Maybe you know. And I'm not like saying something like. Their past is going to determine their future. Like. If they were offended in the past. That's going to translate into now. But with that being said. Be cautious. Be vigilant. But at the same time know. That if something falls through the cracks but you did everything in your power to prevent it from happening then good going good on you and so you know I applaud you for your efforts on that that is what you want to attain attain for because if we can't voice um opinions at like a young age even if they are heavy emotions at a young age it is harder in adult life to even be able to reach out to that individual to tell them hey this is what you're going through this is what I'm going through um I honestly I have some friends um, who you know they try to be there they try to understand um, but at the same time they they probably they might understand even like a fraction of it um, but they won't understand fully. Um, and so I would just like honestly, here's the um, thing too. Like they always say, go to a trusted adult or go to an adult um, if you are having issues <laughs> yeah um, <coughs> um, the crazy thing I just knew at a young age that they weren't gonna believe a single word that I said. Um, a lot of times you get slut shamed just in general and if you can prevent like even a portion of people from doing that to you, you'll hide it from them. Um, even if people don't know the full story or the full stories. Because like I say, mine 
it's kind of like a story that kind of paraphrased itself in other situations. And I find that sometimes what has happened or what happens in life is you have certain situations and somehow they keep paraphrasing themselves over and over and over. It's not the same situation, but it feels like that same situation over and over and over. Um, I mean, I could even like say like some of the crazy things that I believe, but I have just, I've struggled um, with like wondering if anyone is truly going to love me for me and not just objectify me for what I can do for them and listen like I say it is both sides of the spectrum where guys have it rough because every girl sees me as this way but also girls see have it rough because now I have to change the way that I interact and I react to you so it's not just one side of like the spectrum. Both sides have it hard. Um, like with understanding different things and um, but I would say that a lot of times we put the blame on the female instead of the other party. Um, and like we need to see like both sides, both angles, both are harmful. Um, and just just kind of understanding that it is okay to not want to be in that space anymore to like seek help I would definitely like encourage you to seek help because here is the thing that a lot of people sexual assault sexual abuse, sexual harassment, I consider it as one of the worst, now this is putting it very, very lightly, but I consider it one of like the highest cases of bullying that you can ever experience. You got emotional abuse, you got physical abuse sometimes. Um, I mean sexual, verbal. But then, also, sometimes there can be like a bit of spiritual abuse as well. So you have all these different factors playing into the part. And what I can say about like spiritual abuse is like, oh, well, the Bible says that women are supposed to be heard and not seen. Men are supposed to have dominion over women. 
um, you're supposed to be like a Proverbs 31 woman where you're supposed to like wait on me. You're supposed to, I have the control, I have the power. And I, because I'm the man, you have to do what I say. No one's ever going to love you like I do. You're not worth it. No one is ever going to love you for your personality. Plain and simple. They are only going to love you for sexual gratification. Tell me I'm wrong. And you hear these different things over and over and over. Pretty soon, you start to believe them. And, yeah, it, it is devastating because you feel like you're backed into a corner and you have no way out. Um, and... So here's the thing. And then when we do tell someone and they don't believe us, they're like, Caroline, you're just making things up. You're saying something. You're like, honestly, I don't like hugs, um, especially from guys. Um, because from experience, some guys, and I'm not, please understand, I'm not saying this is all guys, but with that being said, now that I have, like, I have kind of like this deep-rooted hood, and every time I'm like, I see a guy I'm like thinking that could be a potential threat okay so it's <laughs> call from Dina Jones but that is part like trust issues just all the way around um and I get that. Um, so it's not that, you know, when people say to you, like, I, because I have a hard time believing when someone, a guy, like, gives me a compliment. It's like, but if it's a guy my age, too, when they give you, like, a genuine compliment, like, what are you trying to get out? Um, and some people say not to see every guy like that guy or those guys. But it is especially difficult when that's pretty much with the rare exception of maybe 
I would say with the reception of some siblings, I really haven't seen a whole lot of guys that take the extra mile or that want to put in the effort. Um, and that's just what I'm kind of used to. Um, I will say that. But even though you don't see all guys as that, it's just hard when you don't know who the necessarily trust. So you're like, <laughs> better put all of you in a lump sum versus trusting one of you and potentially getting hurt again. Yeah, it might sound a little bit crazy, but sometimes that's the way that it has to be like distinguished. Um, because I don't know if you are going to be that guy. But another thing is, like, I don't know, um, but, like, I don't like hugs from guys because some guys will use that as, like, an opportunity to kind of, like, fill you out, if you know what I'm saying. If you don't understand, maybe... Maybe you're too young for this podcast. I don't know. Maybe I should put the warning on it so that then. But. Um. So, I would say not necessarily find that person that you can share all that deep all the details with but find your safe person and honestly I'm pretty sure this is why I'm still but like even like if it's like romantic interest if you've been through something my personal thoughts they might change once I am in a dedicated relationship versus a no commitment, long term, no commitment, girlfriend type of situation. Once I get out of like situationships and it is a dedicated lifelong, or not even lifelong, but a relationship, like you just have, like I would say find your safe person with that. That on the days where you don't feel safe, Cause there are some days that I'm like, I truly, I can't get it out of my head that I'm unsafe. Even though I might be in a safe place at that particular time, I can't get it out of my head. I have flashbacks and all these different things. And if you can find your safe person who, maybe you don't, like the, like I said, this may change. The way I see it is you don't have to change, like, tell them. So, when I was six, this happened. When I was eight, this happened. When I was 12, this happened. When I was 13, this happened. You don't have to tell them all that. Um, 
I mean, if you want to, in this film, definitely that's not like first date, but I mean, some people feel confident sharing that on the first date, but that's not me. So, it takes me a good, like, length of time before I feel comfortable with someone. Um, but, just, um, like, tell them a little bit, like, I'm actually working through this, but, You can let them know certain things so that then if you do start to break down or shut down, they will know. I want, this is going to sound really weird, but I, when I think about it, I'm like, I'm not like a relationship, not where I'm just like, I need to be in a relationship right this second. Like, I'm just not that. Um, there of course if something happens it happens but um, honestly I just I'm like they deserve so much more than I do could give and I have a lot of baggage so that's not fair to them right and so I just kind of get stuck in my head with that but I think like just finding your person who like accepts you with your baggage and I don't want anybody who's like smooth sailing like if they've had a rough life you know I think that you can work on that together. I don't think that that's necessarily a dequalifier for a relationship. So, I know that's a little bit of a hot take. Some people say, no, they have to be perfect. Where are you finding your people? I don't think that they need to be perfect, but they need to be healed enough not that's, that's gonna sound weird they need to know okay this is not okay well this is how I need to treat this individual when they are in that type of mode um, and be there for them I think if someone knows how you tick why you tick the way that you do it makes everything a little bit easier and even in friendships I thought people understood me and understood where I was coming from um, but you know come to find out they, they didn't and that's that's okay but finding your person finding the individual that just can understand you is one thing um even even like when it's not like romantic interest 
Some people say find a family member that you trust. Sometimes with things like that, it's harder to necessarily open up to a family member. Not. There are a couple of options that you can do. One, seek out a friend. Or seek professional help. One or the other. Um, or both, you know. Um, but I think you definitely need to now tell the person, if you are seeking romantic interest, tell the person what you've kind of undergone. Um, and just have them be there to like maybe support you personally in that journey. Now they can go through things too. You support them. But understanding like you don't necessarily have to understand exactly all of the situation. But understand where Okay, this is what they have been through. This is why they do the things that they do. Sometimes it can kind of help you like understand a little bit better and be able to assist them better too. Well, that is probably going to conclude this episode. But I will finish wrapping this up and then we will talk about the next one.